pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Justin Kenner with you here, bringing you another week's edition of the podcast. Excited to be hanging out with each and every one of you. The Horizon League season really heating up now for both the men and the women's side. We're going to highlight the men's side here on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon. We're going to dive into all things Milwaukee Panthers right now. When you look at the Horizon League standings, you look at where they uh, currently uh, sit. Third, according to the standings right now, again, Four and two in Horizon League play, nine and eight overall, uh, and they've had a very interesting start to the season. Uh, they have a couple big games coming up this weekend at Northern Kentucky, at Wright State. A couple of their big wins and key wins that they've already had, of course. Uh, you know, they did uh, that very good game against Oakland. I know they lost that, but they beat Wright State. Uh, they had that thriller recently against Cleveland State. So we're going to talk about all that uh, with uh, Scott Moore, uh, Scott Warris coming up here in just a second. The voice of the Milwaukee Panthers, of course. Just a reminder: March starts here in Indianapolis. The Barbasol Horizon League Basketball Championships will take place at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on March 11th and 12th in Indy with trips to the NCAA tournament on the line. Follow your Horizon League men's and women's basketball teams on campus during first round and quarterfinal games before joining them in Indy for a major experience in the semifinals and championship rounds. Visit horizonleague.com slash Indy for more details, reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Let's touch base with the voice of the Milwaukee Panthers. Again, Scott War is hanging out with us on this week's edition. Scott, welcome in, sir. It's been a while. How are you? It is, Justin. Thanks for having me. Good to uh, catch up with you again. Yeah, things are ramping up here. We already sit in the middle of January. It's crazy how fast these things go, don't they? No, no kidding. Uh, we were talking before that we started recording this. And look, we talked about, you know, a couple of the big opponents for Milwaukee. Uh, but a couple of the biggest opponent you've had to face so far is, is that weather. I know there's some snow coming to Dayton where you guys will be this weekend taking on Wright State, Northern Kentucky. But you guys have had to battle the elements in the uh, in the last week. Well, like uh, we were saying, it's, I think Dayton's expecting, what, maybe three, four inches or so over this next few days. And I say, shoot, that's nothing. Last week. Wisconsin, southeastern Wisconsin, we got about, oh man, some areas 12, 14 inches of snow and freezing rain. So uh, we handled that last week and uh, bring on two or three inches. The Hardy Boys from Milwaukee, we can handle that stuff, Justin. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> no, it's nothing if you don't have to drive on the road, but when you have to drive and travel in it, it's something for me. I tell you that much. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. I sit on the bus and, you know, I, I just relax and they tell me when to get on and get off the bus. I don't got to deal with the roads. That so, is true. So how do you, so I've been doing some fill-in work for Wright State's radio team this year. And, you know, we, uh, we take a, a rental car on most road trips. Uh, the one most recently for Wright State going to Robert Morris in, in Youngstown, I had to jump on the bus just because of other circumstances going on. But so you've been doing this a while. Have you, do you, travel with the team you get in the bus is it a coaching staff by coaching staff decision how does that work for you guys oh i've, I've been very blessed justin i've been very blessed from uh, my first years my eighth season now with the men's program and uh i'm uh, i'm a part of the travel party and i wouldn't have it any other way i, I you know 
I get the itinerary, I get the agenda a few days before we leave. And as I say, they, they just tell me what time to get on the bus. And then I get off the bus and uh, don't have to worry about, uh, you know, hotel reservations on my own or rental cars or stuff like that. So now they, they take care of me really well, and I'm really privileged to be here. So I have no complaints in the travel department, that's for sure. And this, I know, you know, like I've talked to some radio guys over the years, and sometimes, you know, some guys enjoy the freedom to, you know, travel on their own and schedule their own flights or schedule their own rental cars and things like that. But uh, now nah, for my money, for my peace of mind, if nothing else, just tell me when the team bus leaves. I'll, I'll travel with them. They'll feed me. My God, it's a great lifestyle, Justin. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. So let's talk about Milwaukee. Nine and eight, four and two in conference play. They only trail Oakland and Green Bay in the standings as we sit here in mid-January. And uh, Scott, right now, uh, you know, you look at Milwaukee. I, th- this league right now is very deep. I mean, just when you think, oh. like I, I thought we watched uh, Wright State in Youngstown last Friday on ESPN. I'm like, man, these have to be the two best teams in the league. And then I'll watch Northern Kentucky, and then I'll watch Milwaukee, and then I'll, I'll, I'll watch uh, Oakland, who's just been, uh, you know, on fire. I'm like, man, like there's and Green Bay's been a fantastic story. Mm. This league has so much sorting out to do. It's a jumbled mess in the upper half of the league, which is a good thing. It's a deep league. But from your perspective, covering Milwaukee, how does Milwaukee blend in right now? Because they had that close loss against Oakland, which shows that they could hang with any of the top teams in the league. The big win at home against Wright State, you know, taking care of that big win against Cleveland State recently. Bart Lundy's done a fantastic job since taking over, and it's carried into this season. From your perspective, how does Milwaukee play into this jumbled, good, positive mess that is a very deep horizon yeah. league so far? <laughs> It is. It is a positive mess. I like the way you uh, you, you term that. Look, I, I I think Milwaukee is right there with the other well, right now eight, seven, eight teams that are sitting here in mid-January and saying we can win this thing. And I feel like every season, every season we always talk about, you know, it's wide open, and there are a handful of teams that could win this league. And obviously that's true again this year, but I don't think there have been this many teams that could sit back mid-January and say, hey, we got a shot. We have an opportunity to do something really special here. And, you know, at at this moment, I'd say about eight teams have kind of separated themselves, and that can always change, and it will change maybe. But eight teams, and I think the Panthers are as primed as anybody. I mean, um, over the last six games, they're five and one. They're playing their best basketball uh, here since uh, late December and then into the calendar year 2024. Um, they've got multiple scoring threats. I mean, it's not just the B.J. Freeman show. I mean, Eric Pratt, a transfer from Texas A&M, he's put up, you know, 20-plus on multiple occasions. Uh, Kentrell Pullian has taken his game to a whole new level. And collectively, they are bonding. They're, they're, they're as cohesive right now a unit as they have been all year. And it took them a while, Justin. It took them November into December, probably like the first seven, eight, seven weeks or so of the season to, to get there. But they're finally realizing it. And they're crashing the boards as well. Uh, they're one of the top offensive rebounding teams in the country right now. And so they give themselves second and third chance opportunities. And uh, when you're doing that, you're going to give yourself an opportunity to win a game every time out. So they're right there, man. They're right there with a lot of teams right now. 
three players in double figures. You highlighted, you know, Pullian. Uh, you talked about Pratt and obviously B.J. Freeman. Now, they didn't have Freeman to start the season, correct? What's, uh, you know, getting him back? Obviously, there's, there, you said it, they're more than just Freeman, but mm-hmm. getting him back, it's like that final puzzle piece that just makes the, that completes the entire puzzle, if yeah. you will. Uh, just talk about how special of a player he is. We got to see it last year, and since coming back this season, obviously, it's elevated Milwaukee uh, to being one of the upper half teams, no doubt. Well, he missed six games with a back injury. And he's still not 100%. Um, I mean, he's still, you know, back injuries and, and backs in general can be so finicky when you're playing, you know, sports collegiately, certainly at, at the highest level in college. And yet, I would say this, and you see this from time to time, Justin, you see teams that lose their best player for a stretch and they come out of it better because other guys were asked to do more. Other guys were given opportunities that maybe would not have been there if the quote-unquote star is there from the beginning. And I think that's where you saw the likes of Eric Pratt, uh, Elijah Jameson, Kentrell Pullian. Um, They had an opportunity there to step up a little bit in Freeman's absence. Now BJ is back, and he's getting reacclimated. You know, the thing with Freeman that has always impressed me really from mid-year last year or so is his ability to relish the big moment, to revel in the pressure pack situations. I jokingly, when, when we talk or when I have him on the inter- uh, radio you know, for an interview, I, I jokingly call him uh, the unofficial mayor of Milwaukee because <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has embraced uh, the city, he has embraced uh, this program, and when he came back, it was, it was yet another breath of fresh air into a program and into a season that was already starting to ascend and starting to get their stride, but you put in a guy like that, and it, it's just a, such a great piece. And, and he's not just a scorer. He's not just a scorer. He's a, he leads them in rebounding at about six-plus a game. He, um, he's a great distributor as well. And, and you know all the great players in this league, the attention that they draw. Well, what can you do? If, 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 if you're being defended such that you cannot score easily. And he's really good at finding his teammates and, and creating things for his teammates. So he's a multifaceted um, star, in essence. And it, it's just been a pleasure to watch him mature and grow now in his second season here. All right, Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Scott Warris hanging out with us here, the voice of the Milwaukee Panthers men's basketball team, of course. Uh, and we've talked about, you know, the, up to this point right now. Again, we know it's interesting. You want to look at standings, overall standings. Every guest I've had on throughout this season, and I think even probably throughout the years of me doing this, standings mean nothing to me in regards to the overall record just because so many teams approach the non-con differently with how they, go, how they you know, go about the schedule. Um, and, you know, you look at how things are jumbled up right now, you know, I'm looking at a, a right state team that's what a four and two. You know, in, or four and three in conference play. Purdue Fort Wayne was the hottest team in the Horizon League coming in to the the conference portion of the season, and they're four and four right now. They're kind, you know, they're you know they're trying to figure themselves out again, trying to re-identify themselves because they've been hit hard throughout this conference slate. Northern Kentucky, they're four and three, but they've had to battle through losing uh, one of their star players uh, for the remainder of the season. Then there's Youngstown State, who I mean, I got a chance to see them and call a game for Wright State and them this past Friday, I mean, they have a seven-footer that comes off the bench that just totally alters uh, how a game is played and how opposing teams have to, to coach and, and, and play and prepare. 
I mean, this is just – I can't remember a season where there is this many yeah. teams contending. The teams in the bottom half, you can have – Cleveland State's really good. They're 4-4. Four and four. I can't stress enough, even the teams in the bottom half of the league right now, the gap between them and the top is really not that big. Like, this has been a fun season so far, and there's still so much of it left. Well, and, and look, as we sit here on a Thursday talking, look what happened last night, Wednesday night in the league. IUPUI. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, snaps. IUPUI snaps a 16-game conference road losing streak by going to Fort Wayne and handing them their fourth straight loss. Detroit Mercy, who, by the way, I, I realize they haven't won a game. I owe in 19 now, I think. But but they have talent. Like They play hard, and, and they, they had a tough double overtime loss at Robert Morris and, and RMU beats Fort Wayne. I mean, so, and those are the three teams right now at the bottom of the league. I realize that. Uh, however, I mean, you know, the, the other thing I, I would say this, Justin, it struck me winning on the road is so important. And then, you know, to say as well, protecting home court is so important because of how balanced the league is. You've got to win your home games. And then you got to steal a few on the road. And because the league is so balanced, because these teams are so even, it is so hard to win on the road. Listen to this stat. I, I, just, I did this this morning. If you take a look at the top eight teams in this league, okay, the combined home record of the top eight is 56 and 11. I mean, not a single one of those top eight teams has more than two home losses overall this year. It is just so hard to win on the road when there's so much talent evenly distributed. And so every time you go on the road and obviously Milwaukee and, and for my money, even to this point, the NKU right state road swing, the annual NKU right state road swing, I think is still the toughest because those two teams have been over the last six, seven, eight years or so, the perennial powers, it's still the toughest. And so you come on the road at, at Highland Heights and you go, you go to Fairborn, Dayton, whatever, and, and it's, it, it, if the Panthers, in my opinion, if they can come out of here with a split at worst, I, I, I would be content with that. If you find a way to win two, two road games on a swing through Highland Heights and Dayton, my gosh, then you're riding high. Because, again, road wins in the league are always hard, but maybe never harder than they are this year because the home teams just don't lose this season, it seems like. That's a heck of a stat, and I'm going to say that tonight during our broadcast uh, for Wright State and Green Bay, and I'm going to uh, – I will make sure I cite you, but I'm going to say it confidently gonna, at first. I'm going to let you use it, Justin. Yeah, I'm going to let yeah. you use it. You, you and Colin, you use that, and you can, you know, give me a footnote or something like that when we come to town on Saturday. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, but no, that's – I mean, that's why every time I talk to Coach Nagy here for Wright State, the, you know, he always mm. emphasizes, you know, you have – at the very least – all right, you have to take care of your home floor. Losing big mm -hmm. games on your home floor, th that's that's hard to stomach, especially in conference play right now. You know, and, and that's why these road wins are so important. So obviously, Wright State losing to Green Bay, Milwaukee earlier, you know, in the season to tip off conference play right before the new year, that was brutal. But again, you can get those back. You take care of business mm -hmm. on the home floor. And yeah. to your point, if they can counter those home game, those those home right. wins. With taking one on the road, that's a, a cherry on top. It just adds to the importance of this. You, how about your stretch coming up, though? You're, again, we're recording this here, you know, mid-morning here on, on a Thursday. Milwaukee's at Northern Kentucky, at Wright State. 
three of your next four, actually four of your next five, you're at Northern Kentucky, at Wright State, home at Oakland, and Purdue-Fort Wayne. You have Detroit mixed in there, no disrespect to them, but four of your next five opponents, all teams who are good enough to finish in the top four in the conference. Yeah, I mean, and uh, as you look at it here, what, one, two, three of the next five are on the road as well. I mean, it, 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 it's, a, it's a tough stretch, um, but, you know, this team – is playing tough right now, uh, but it is a valuable stretch. I mean, what, you know, just to the point we were talking about, I mean, if you split your road games and you win all your home games or close to all your home games, you'll be okay by the time it's over. Now, the schedule for the Panthers is forgiving down the stretch. They'll have four of their final five at home with the lone road game being at IUPUI. So that is certainly, I think, a favorable, you know, stretch of, of final five overall. But, um, there are no easy nights. I sound like a coach now, don't I? There are no off nights. There are no easy nights in the Horizon League, but there really aren't. And, and let's be honest, what this regular season is doing is creating the confidence that every team has that, guys, we can do this for a week in March. We can get to Indianapolis. I mean, I don't think anybody is fearing anybody else this year. In fact, I'm, I'll venture to guess and say nobody is afraid of, of anybody in, in this Horizon League this year. And when you've had the season everybody will have, you go into the conference tournament going, guys, we can beat anybody in this conference. And it'll be tougher on the road than at home, sure. And then again, and we talk about this every season, right? The value of those top four seeds. The value of being a top four seed in the conference tournament so that you get a bye and you get a home game. And you just got to win one home game to get to the final four in Indianapolis where it is a crapshoot. I mean, you said that, you know, the, the non-conference standings don't tell you anything and, and i've said the preseason rankings i mean are are almost silly at this point because i i just i put no stock into it because of of, of the the balance that there is and and you know and, and we, we don't really know teams i mean i think that's something that we got to realize too in college basketball in general with the transfer portal especially obviously right i mean i, I look at the rosters when, when i'm asked to make a preseason pick I don't know some of these guys. I don't know how good teams are. There are guys coming out of the portal or coming out of the JUCO ranks. Mm-hmm. And there's such turnover in rosters for the most part. I mean, I know Wright State is, is, is probably, you know, more traditional, quote unquote, in terms of how Coach Nagy runs his program and, 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 and the roster turnover or lack thereof. But most of these programs, there's such turnover. So nobody knows when we're doing the preseason rankings, in my opinion. And I think this year's playing out. I mean, just ask. Ask Sonny Wicks in Green Bay what he thinks about the preseason rankings. Ask Bart Lundy what he thought about the preseason rankings a season ago. It's, it's wide open. It's a crapshoot, and nobody really knows that far in advance. Yeah, so la- last thing as I send you out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great point because, and this is, and I'm, I'm saying this, admitting this, this is no disrespect to Green Bay because you got to understand that the expectation when a, a new coach takes over and a roster turnover, like, that, I mean, right. that, that's not a hot take that those teams usually don't do well. Um, and we've seen from Cleveland State, you know, and their coaching turnover, obviously, you know, uh, that they, they turned it around very quickly. Dennis Gates did a great job when he was at Cleveland State. So when Wright State lost to Green Bay early in conference, I'm like, that is a bad loss to tip off Horizon League play. And that's my opinion in December. As I'm sitting here in mid-January at this point, I'm like, 
I mean, there's no such thing as a good loss, but that loss isn't uh, a bad loss anyway. That's a good basketball team uh, as we currently sit here right now. So to your point, to counter to, to your point, that was to my point. Now back to your point. Yes, we just don't know. Um, but uh, again, at the end of the day, I think we all agree this is probably one of the deepest, if not the deepest season uh, that I can remember in quite some time. So good stuff. And, 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 and the, right. And, and, and the best thing for this league is to go into the end of February, go into that first week, week and a half of March, and have as many teams as possible truly believing that we can win this conference tournament. And that is a good thing for the Horizon League. That is a good thing for each respective school. And the way things are shaping up, at least in my eight years, we'll never have entered a month of March with hmm. as many teams thinking, guys, we can make a special run. We're not afraid of anybody. And that's the best thing any college program could have going into the month of March, I, I believe. All right. Well, good stuff. And just a reminder, you just said March. Just a reminder. That march starts here in Indianapolis. Oh, segue. Oh. Segue, Justin. That's the radio. Segway. That's the radio guide me coming out. But March starts here in Indianapolis. The Barbasol Horizon League Basketball Championships will take place at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on March 11th and 12th in Indy with trips to the NCAA tournament on the line. Follow your Horizon League men's and women's basketball teams on campus during first round and quarterfinal games before joining them in Indy for a major experience in the semifinals and championship rounds. Visit horizonleague.com slash Indy. For more details. All right, excellent stuff. That's how we wrap it up here uh, this afternoon. Scott Warris, again, the voice of the Milwaukee Panthers, awesome enough to give us some time. Uh, I know, Scott, you're joining us from Shoot Around right now. A uh, couple big games as we talked about Northern Kentucky, Wright State. That's your trip uh, this weekend. Thank you for your time. Uh, we'll touch base when I see you in Dayton on Saturday. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. We will see you Saturday at the Nutter Center. Keep the roads clear for the Panthers bus, would you please? I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You. All right. This has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.